0: There's a lot that's been going on, and and boy, these moments have become valuable moments. Uh, Thank you for all of you who continue to connect, to be able to reach out through our social media platforms and and through Facebook and other ways that we're ministering. Uh, Friday, I received a phone call from one of our dear people here connected to this group of people at this church, and it was interesting because in a moment of real genuine transparency which I think a lot of us are willing to have these days. She said there's never been a time where I've been more thankful for the ministries that are coming to me through the social media outlets, through moments like this and as she wept on the phone as we talked about her life and what's going on in her world, you could tell that she was genuinely, authentically grateful for a moment to be encouraged, for a moment that someone would reach out to her and to show her love. This morning when we talk about how does your faith stand, how do you build your faith when the world falls apart, how do you get an anchor for your life when nothing else seems to be going right, today I want to talk to you about the most important thing. You see, this this season of life for all of us has caused us to focus on what's most important to be able to do some soul searching, to be able to ask ourselves, what are we living for? What is it that we truly want? What is it that we desire? And what is it that when we get back to life that we want to pursue? I've learned a lot of things through this season of life, and as we enter into the next series, I I look forward to sharing some of those lessons with you. But today, I, I wanna talk with you about what really matters the most. I wanna talk to you about something that we all need, that we all can access and something that is going to help us more than anything else during this season of life you see there's a story in the gospel of mark there's this event that happens in the life of jesus and it's one of those moments where jesus really boils it down with some people that are around him and they begin to talk about what's most important what what really matters what is most important for you? What is most important for me? What is most important for us? And as as we live today in an unusual time and as, yeah, there's a reality that some things that we've depended on and that we've hoped for, they're just not there for us right now. Jobs look different. Finances, perhaps, for many of you look different. Relationships may look different. There are a lot of challenges that the people that I continue to communicate with in this season of life I know that we're going through, and I understand that. And it makes us pause, and that's not a bad thing, because it makes us ask that question. What is most important to me? What is most important to you? And what is it that you're willing to pursue with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength? What do you really believe in? And once we get past this season of life, you're going to understand that there is one thing that lasts forever. There is one thing that's more important than everything else. And Jesus, he helps us see what that is. In the Gospel of Mark, we're going to look at that today, Mark chapter 12, and just a few verses. It's really simple. We're going to look at a little short passage, Mark 12, verse 28 through 31. Here's what I want you to hear from the words of Jesus. In this experience that Jesus is going through, in this moment of time, just like our moment of time, someone asks Jesus a question, and this is how it comes to Jesus. One of the teachers of religious law, he was standing there, and he was listening to this debate, this debate that was going on between Jesus and some of the people around him, and he realized that Jesus had answered well. Jesus always has the right answer. And so he asked Jesus this question. Of all the commandments, which is the most important? Of everything out there, what's the most important? Of all of the things that are recorded in Scripture, of all of the experiences that people go through, what matters the most? Jesus, I want to know. Jesus, I want to ask you a real question. What's most important? important and Jesus answers he replies and he says the most important commandment is this listen listen O Israel those were the people of God the children of God just like you and I gathered right now today listen the Lord our God is the one and the only Lord And you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. And the second is equally as important, love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. What a fascinating moment where someone comes to Jesus and they ask him a real question, kind of like perhaps you and I are soul-searching, asking some questions that maybe we've never asked before. See, in this season of social distancing and, and isolation, there are emotions that we're all going through. There thought processes that we're all going through. Uh, there are challenges that we are perhaps identifying that are beyond just what we're living in now. Maybe, maybe you're searching to say, okay, what am I supposed to do once this is over? What matters most right now while I'm trying to process through this season of life? What is it that I need more than anything else? And in this moment, when this person comes to Jesus and they ask that question, Jesus, I I need to know. I I listen to you. I've been around you. I've heard you talk. Boy, there's a lot that you can teach and there's a lot that you can do. You're a miracle worker. I've seen it. Uh, You answer questions perfectly. But I really need something right now. I I need it boiled down to a very simple substance that I can hold on to. So, Jesus, what's most important? Do you know what Jesus really says to him? What's most important is love. What you and I need more than anything else right now in this season of life, what's more important than anything else is genuine, real, authentic love. And that love is what Jesus begins to talk about. Jesus begins to give a substantive answer for how you can have faith when your world falls apart how you can have something that will carry you through the most difficult and challenging seasons of life. You can have a love that will never fail you or let you down. Jesus begins to talk about that. And in this passage, it's awesome because he teaches us this all-important lesson. Here it is. Love is the greatest gift to cling to when everything else falls apart. Love is the greatest gift to cling to when everything else falls apart. In the Bible, there's this chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and in verse 13, the Bible tells us that there are some great gifts. There's faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of all the gifts that God would give to you, to me, and to people, the greatest gift... Of everything else, the one gift that will never fail, that gift is love. And it's the greatest gift of all. And it is something that helps us when we cling to it with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. When we cling to the greatest gift that God has for us, the gift of love, that's how you will survive and succeed even when the world falls apart. That's how you will move forward when you come out of this moment And you awaken to a new world ahead of you. It is the greatest gift that will carry you and I forward into what God God has for us in our future. Uh, This gift, as Jesus talks about it in this passage, it it teaches me some things from the Scripture that I I think are important. And I want to share them with you as we look at what Jesus was talking about. And the first thing, when I look at this passage, I, I have to remember why love is so important. Why love is the greatest gift of all and why it is the anchor to my faith. Why it gives me a reason to hope, a reason to believe, and a reason to look forward in my life. And I have to remember why. And the first thing is I have to remember that God loves you and God loves me. The first thing about love, the greatest part about love, is that it comes from God. It is a gift. And it is a gift from God. And listen, in this world, we all have experiences in human love. We, we love things that we will say, well, I, I love that food or I love this activity. But God's love supersedes all of that. Our faintest understanding of what love truly is, it comes from the divine creator of our lives, of our hearts, of our souls, of our minds, of everything that we are. It comes from God. It is a gift. And it is the greatest gift of all. To find love is one of the most exhilarating moments that you will ever experience. But yet in our human experiences, sometimes we find that human love will fail us. It will let us down. Sometimes we find that the things that we love, they will let us down. The experiences that we look for that satisfy us, they just won't be there. God's love will never fail. God's love will always be there. God's love, because it's a gift, it comes to us from Him because that's who He is. And we have to remember to cling to the greatest gift of all, the greatest gift of all, which is love. We have to remember it's a gift and it comes from God. And God loves you. God loves me. God loves the people around you right now, wherever you're sitting, however you're watching. Whatever you're going through, the love of God is present right now just for you. That's how real it is. That's how important it is. And that's why Jesus, in this dialogue with people, he went right to the most important thing. They asked him, what's the most important thing? What's all these rules and all this book and all the commandments? Come on, Jesus. I I don't really know if I have time to figure it all out. And Jesus said, yeah, I can help you figure it all out. It's really all about love. It's all about God's love for you. And it's all about what God would do to prove that he loved you and that he's with you. And he'll never, ever let you down. That's love, and when I remember that as the foundation of my life, in whatever experience that I go through as I walk through the years that God has given to me, as you walk through the life that God has given to you, if you cling and you hold on to the fact that He loves you and you remember that, then you can navigate any circumstance and you can come out on the other side better because you're standing on a love that will never fail. That is the love of God. And in this passage, as Jesus talks to these leaders, to these people about it, he reminds them love is the greatest gift of all, and that's what God has for us. There are other places in the Bible that talk about God's love. Uh, One of my favorite verses is John 3, 16. Perhaps you know it. Many people do. For God so loved the world. How much did God love the world? That he gave his only son. Who was his only son? Jesus That whoever would believe in Jesus, whoever would give their life and their heart and surrender their will to Jesus, that person would not perish, but they would have everlasting life. They would live today, and they would live forever because of a faith that was anchored in the love of God given through Jesus. Do you know that kind of love? Because that's the kind of love that will anchor your faith. That's the kind of love that God has for you and I, and that's the kind of love that will move us forward in life. There's another great verse, Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says this But God demonstrates his love for us, and that while we were still sinners doing the wrong things, God gave his son for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Those of us who were challenged, those of us who were ungodly, those of us who were living according to our own way, it didn't matter. God loved us that much that he sent Jesus to save it, and he demonstrated it. He didn't just say it. You know, words are cheap, but actions really prove it, and Jesus proved it. God Proved it. He demonstrated His love for us that even while we were isolated, even while we were doing things our own way, He never gave up, He never quit, and He pursued us fully through His Son, Jesus Christ. Wow, what a great reminder that in the midst of everything else, God loves you, God loves me, God loves us, and He loves those around us. It is the greatest gift of all, and God is the author of it. And he gives it to you and I freely. And we need that in the moments where we're deeply challenged, where we're not sure of what's next. We need to know God loves us. and We remember that, and we cling to that, and we hold to that. The greatest gift of all, we're going to come out okay on the next side of things in the next season and the next chapter of life. That is the power of love. And that's what God gives, and that's why Jesus cuts through all of the other talk And all of the other moments. And he talks about the fact that God is love. And he gives love. There's a second thing that stands out to me from this discourse, from this moment that Jesus has with somebody wanting to know, Jesus, what's most important? I I need a real answer in the moments that I'm going through in my life. And perhaps that's where you are today. Things are not perfect. Things may not be going your way. There may be a lot of uncertainty. There may be a lot of doubt. Or maybe you're not satisfied with where you are in life. Maybe you have it all. It looks great. You've put it all together. But there's something missing. It's love. It's God's love. It's the power of love that is the anchor for all of our lives and all of our decisions and all the things that we do. And there's a second thing that we need to remember. Not only do we need to remember that God loves you and God loves me, but we also need to remember that loving God saves you and me. We need to remember that loving God saves you and saves me. It is the love for God that brings salvation to our lives. It is a reciprocated, a returned love towards God's first initiative of loving us. It is the response from us back toward him that ensures our salvation Now, so many times we live as if salvation is something out there, out in the future. It's way away. It's something that's there when I leave this earth. And yes, who doesn't want that? To live how we want to now and to hope that it all works out in the future. But God never talks about it only that way. God talks about it in the present. Salvation, the fact that God saves you and I, is not just something that's out there. It's right now. It's something that can be lived every single day throughout the course of your life. And We need to remember that our response, loving God back, is what ensures our salvation. It's what saves us. Love is what saves us. And as Jesus begins to talk about, well, how do you love God back? If love is the most important thing of all, and if that is the anchor, well, well, how do you respond back to a God who loved you first, who showed it first, who initiated it first? How do you love Him back? And he spells that out. You'll love the Lord your God in very specific ways. You'll love Him with all your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. Everything that you are, Everything that this life gives you and brings to you, you will bring that forward in response back to an almighty, perfect, loving God who initiated your salvation. Your response back to Him will be one that with everything that you are, you return back to Him the love that He has shown to you. Now, here's the reality. I know that none of us are perfect in our response of love. I get that. Many of you, you're married and right now perhaps you and your spouse, you're having a tough time because you're cooped up together, right? And then some of you, maybe you're really in love and you're like loving this season of life, right? Some of you, maybe you're single and and no one's there and so you really feel separate and you need a word of encouragement. I'm going to talk to you about that in a moment. But love is even beyond all of those things. Love is something that God gives to us and then From everything that we are, wherever we are, whatever we're going through, our response back to Him can fill our hearts full of a divine love, of a perfect love, and allow us whatever season of life we're living in, whatever context, whatever nature our life looks like today, whatever it is, we can experience the saving love of God. By responding to him with all that we are. When I think about love, love is the highest motivation for anything. Uh, Let's take parents, for example. Uh, Parents, you might understand this for those of you um, who you're navigating life with your children. Um, Those of you who maybe don't have children, you were a child at one point and you went through something. What was the motivation for why you obeyed or did not obey the people in your life? Think about it. There are reasons that we do things, but love is the highest motivation. Love is the highest motivation. When I ask my children to do something for me, I really don't want them to do it out of obligation, or I don't want them to do it because. Dad is the authority in life, and I don't want them to do it just because. And sometimes when I ask them to do things, yeah, even, even my kids, they grumble and they complain, kind of like we all do when things come our way that we don't want to do. We're, we're going to grumble, and we're going to complain. And that's no fun, right? That, that doesn't bring life into a situation or an opportunity or something that we're supposed to do. But if we do it out of love, which is what I want my kids to do their responsibilities for, I want them to discover what they love, why they love it, and to give their best to it. If you do things that way out of the highest motivation, do you know what you ensure for your life? The greatest success of all. Why? Because you're doing it from something deeper, not out of obligation, Not because you're supposed to, not because someone had to tell you to do it, but because you want to. When a child chooses to obey their parents because they want to, because they're willing to, there's no greater expression of love. When you do something for the people in your life that you say that you love, when you do it willingly, beyond where you are or what you're walking through, but you offer that willingly, There's no greater sign of love. And to love that way, it requires some very specific sacrifices in our lives. It requires a sacrifice of our heart. When we think of love, we think of the heart. We think of Valentine's Day and drawing hearts and drawing arrows through them and all the sweet stuff, right? That's what we think of love. And that's a portion of it. That emotional seat of who we are. That passion, that desire of who we are, yeah, that's a portion of love. Uh, but there's more to it. There's the soul. Jesus talks about loving God with all of your heart and your soul, right? The soul is the seat of our being. It is, it is everything that drives us. And to love God that way, that's powerful. He talks about your mind, and and that's very important because God gave us minds. We're not ignorant people as followers of Jesus. No, quite frankly, we can be some of the most intelligent people and bring God our best offering of what he's given us in the mind, even now to solve problems in this world that we're all facing. That's a power of loving God with your mind and with your strength with all that you are, with your physical opportunities, with with the abilities that God has placed in your life. To love God that way, that's powerful. And all of that requires sacrifice. There's nothing great that happens in our lives. I say it a lot. There's nothing great that happens without sacrifice. Someone has to sacrifice to get you and I to where we need to be. You have to go all in with your heart, with your soul, with your mind, and your strength. And there is no greater expression of love than when you do that. And Jesus says, if you want to know what salvation is like, you want to know what it means to not only be saved eternally, but to really live a salvation, even in the moments of this world that are most challenging, give it your heart, give it your soul, give it your mind. Give it your strength. Let the sacrifice of who you are in response to the sacrifice of who God is and what God has done through his son Jesus, let that become a full encompassing expression of love and it will anchor your soul in the choices you have to make, in the decisions that are ahead of you, in the moments where you're going to have to trust God even though things change. It is love that is the greatest driver. It is the thing to cling to, and it will change our lives. It is the greatest gift, and Jesus talks about it, that all of the Scripture reveal the initiative of God to show his love to people, and all of the Scripture show us how to love him back. Love. That's what Jesus gets to, and that's what Jesus begins to teach. It is the highest motivation for any action that you and I would ever participate in. It is the thing that ensures your greatest success in life. And that is what Jesus goes to in a moment when someone asks him, Jesus, what matters the most? And he goes to love. There's a final thing that Jesus points out in this passage, and I I think it's ultimately important for us to remember this. As you're walking through this season of life, and, and perhaps... Seasons that are ahead that are even unseen. Because there's a lot of unknowns in our world right now. So how do you survive this? How do you thrive once you get past this? How do you move forward? Well, I think this last thing stands out from the teaching of Jesus. It's very important for you and I today. And it's to remember this final thing. Remember who you love and who loves you. As you look into your life, remember the people that love us and that we love. Remember those around you. Remember, remember the people. Remember the people that love you, that you love, that love us. Because the expression of God in love, yes, it's clearly through Jesus. He initiated his love in reaching to us. The scripture talks about that from beginning to end. It's expressed in Jesus. But Jesus takes it one step further. He says the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. With everything that you are. That is the greatest motivation to live. But the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, so many times in church, what we will do is we will legitimately begin to think about a neighbor. We'll begin to think about people around us. But I want to, before we go there, really help you understand what Jesus did for us. He pointed out that the greatest expression of love is divine. It's from God to us and our response back to Him. But then it's expressed... And this is how we usually understand love the best, through people, through real relationships, through people that we love and that love us, from people that are around us and care about us, from people who affirm us and encourage us, perhaps even from a distance, from afar, and even from people that we may not know very well, like perhaps your neighbor's but yet their kindness towards you or your kindness toward them or your responses toward people, even in seasons like this, that is the greatest expression of showing love. And in this generation, it's important to remember the people that you love and the people that love you. Don't isolate. Don't turn inward. Don't miss a moment to express it towards someone. And it doesn't have to be merely your spouse or your kids. It can be your extended family. Yes, it can be those in your community. It can be those in your social network that you're using technology to reach out to, just like we're doing for you right now. It's that important. We all need a message of love. And Jesus says, this is equally important. Love God, but love people. Remember the people that you love and the people that love you. You see, one of the things that's very important in this season of life is that we're realizing there are a lot of unknowns in our existence. There are a lot of questions. There are a lot of things that we're not sure of moving forward. There are a lot of impacts on jobs, relationships, finances. There are all of these things, but love rises above. Life is short. What we're realizing in this season of life is we don't know about tomorrow. We could not have foreseen today months ago or a year ago or even several years ago. We live life sometimes going through motions and routines without expressing love. And life is too short to not express and experience love. It's just too short. God's love is that great. Jesus says, love God, but love people. Love your neighbor as yourself. And that's very important. Because loving ourselves, sometimes that's difficult. We may have regrets. We may have challenges. uh, We may not feel lovable. But that's just not true. That's not the way that God sees it. And when you find someone who loves you, That's not the way that they see it either. We all need people in our lives to remind us that we're loved. Can I tell you something? You're loved. I love you, and I don't know half of you, right, personally. But I love you because God loves you. And I know that he's got a purpose and a plan for your life. We all need that. We all need to share that message with someone around us. And maybe it's easy right now. You can do that right now with the people in your home. Uh, You can do that with a text message to someone that you care about right now. You can send an email to them right now. There are ways to reach out because you are loved. And even when you may not feel loved, you are. And you can express it to someone else. And here's the beautiful thing that happens. When I express that from myself towards someone else, I'm going to receive back an expression of love. Now, not every time. I mean, but here's the thing. I've had people during this season of life, I've prayed for a lot of you personally. I've prayed not only for this church, but for all of you who tune in each and every week. I've been praying for you. And some have sent me notes. Some have made phone calls. Some have sent emails. And it reminds me that even though we connect right now through a screen, through a lens, through technology, Love is still real. It's present. It changes things. And when I remember who I love and who loves me, when I hold on to that, I can move through the darkness. I can move through the challenges. I can move through life because God is a God who always allows us to experience in some capacity the affirmation of love through people. Now you may need to be that today to someone around you or you may need to receive that today from someone around you. Take the opportunity to do that because when Jesus talks about loving your neighbor as yourself, we usually experience expressions of love in a personal way. God's love is divine. It's supernatural. It's spiritual. And it is above all. It teaches us how to love, how to receive love, how to respond back in love. But the greatest way to show it is through people. The greatest way to express it is how you respond to the people you love and to the people that love you. Genuine, godly, sincere love. And that's what Jesus begins to teach. He begins to teach that love conquers all. It is the greatest gift of all so today as you take the rest of your time and as you think about okay how do I build my faith even though I'm challenged even though the world seems to be falling apart how do I look forward how do I have hope where do I get faith and trust where do I get this love it is the greatest gift of all it is the highest calling in this passage When you look at the context, what's happening right before Jesus talks about that, what was the debate? The debate that was happening in Scripture was about love. And it's interesting because Jesus actually, in talking about human relationships and the love between people, Jesus actually says, God is the God of the living, not the dead. And that teaches you and I to show love while we're alive not once we've left to be with God to show love today to truly live is to experience love both in receiving and in expressing and in sharing that with those around us it is the greatest gift and listen it doesn't mean that you have to go around telling everyone I love you I love you I love you although in this generation people are doing weird things because we're isolated man we love everybody we love everything because we want to get back to what we knew right No, but there are some ways to express it appropriately through your actions toward other people, your neighbors, your community, your social network. Just a word of encouragement, just a word of hope, just something to take someone a little bit further in these moments of challenge to believe in God's love and to help them have an anchor for their faith even when everything else is falling apart. You see, Jesus, he answered the question, what's most important? And that's what I want to leave you with today. That love is the greatest gift of all. Love is the greatest gift of all. And love, when we receive it from God, when we express it back to Him with a motive that includes all that we are, when we pursue things that we love with all that we are, when we express that to people we love, And those that really love us, when we express that back, love will conquer all. It is the greatest gift of all, and that's how you stand. That's how your faith grows, even when your world falls apart. I want to pray with you, and I know that perhaps some of you today, you're ready to receive the love of God expressed and demonstrated through His Son, Jesus. You're ready to receive His love to save you, not just for eternity, but even right now, today in your life, so that you can look ahead with the power of the love of God in your heart. And you can look ahead not only to a secure heaven, heavenly home, but a life even now that experiences His, his love. If that's you today, and you know you're ready to begin that part of your journey with God by receiving His love, I want to pray with you. But I also want to pray with those of you who already have received God's love, but maybe you're feeling lonely. Maybe you're feeling isolated. Maybe you need hope. Well, the love of God is the answer that we need. It's the most important. And I want to pray with you as well today. So can we, with our hearts humbled, with our heads perhaps bowed wherever you are, let's talk to God in prayer. So Father in heaven, I thank you for everyone who is with this moment right now, who is listening not only to my voice, but to yours. And hearts are being opened up to you in a divine, supernatural way right now. God, God, we need your love. And there are men and women, people, students right now who are realizing, God, you've demonstrated your love toward us in that you sent your son Jesus to save us, but we've never responded back to you in love. And there are some today who, for the first time, need to take that step of faith to say yes to your initiative, to your movement toward us We need to step toward you. And there are some today who from their heart are ready to pray, God, thank you for loving me. In spite of who I am and what I've done and where I've come from, God, thank you for your love. And right now, I want to give my heart to you. My heart, my soul, my mind, my strength. God, I want you to fill my life through your son Jesus to come into my life and save me. And not just for eternity in heaven, but right now, God save me. And if that's genuinely what your heart is expressing in love back to God, He is answering that prayer to save your soul. And for the rest who are joining us, you already perhaps know that God loves you and you by faith have already said yes back to Him. But you need to pray in this moment. And I want to pray with you. God. May we all experience your love in these days. It is your love that is the anchor, that is the most important, that can help us move forward regardless of where we are, whether strong of faith or weak, whether in church or out. God, it is your love that gives us the anchor for our lives and our souls and all that we are. And God, help us to respond in faith and in love back to you as we look ahead to not live in fear but to live in love and to move forward in life because of who you are the author and the giver of the greatest gift of all the gift of love god we thank you for that and i thank you that this is revealed and clear through the perfect one the savior the son of god his name is jesus